When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Pretty big NFL game going on as we speak. If you don't want to know a score, you better look away now. But uh, Seattle and Dallas going head-to-head. Seattle with a six-win, five-loss record. And Dallas, well, they're a chance to win the lot, according to some. Eight and three, their record. And at the moment, it's Seattle leading Dallas 28-26. to Touchdown there from Dallas, cutting the margin back to, well, one now that the extra point has been kicked. So Seattle leading 28-27. to with three and a half minutes left, who better to get on to talk about what's happening than Laurie Horish, ESPN NFL analyst. Catch all the NFL action on ESPN and on Foxtel and KO. Welcome to you, Laurie. Great to have you back on. Great to be joining you. Hard to know where this one's going to end because uh, the, the Seattle's been great. Look, Seattle have been fantastic. This is definitely a defense optional game so far. Neither team has put up much of a roadblock to the opposing quarterbacks. Geno Smith has played fantastically. He's done it through the air. Hooking up with DK Metcalf for touchdowns both long and short. He sounds a big game to the likes of, to the likes of uh, Jackson Smith and Jigbo. He's a rookie receiver coming on, and he's marched one in himself. And then the Cowboys, look, Dak Prescott and the offense have moved the ball quite well. They've had a couple of red zone uh, trips where they would have liked to finish it off and settled for field goals. They had Dak ran a, a touchdown into the, uh, the corner there, and it was pulled back for a holding call, that, a correct holding call. And one of many, because if there's one thing there's been other than points in this game, there have been flags galore. It is laundry day out there. Uh, the social medias are running wild with every single different uh, meme or scene involving a flag from movie, sports, and pop culture history. My favorite that I'm about to throw out there is an infamous scene from an early episode of Friends, uh, where uh, Fon Bobby says, hey, it's flag day, because that's what it feels like out there on the field. But it's uh, lots of flags, lots of points, not a lot of defense, but... Uh, a good test to, to go for this one because Seattle are trying to keep themselves in the, you know, keep resurrect some positive momentum for themselves in the NFC playoff picture. And Dallas are trying to prove that, yes, they can beat a team that at least comes into the week with a winning record. Biggest game across the weekend is probably going to be San Francisco. Philly, how do you think that one will transpire? Uh, it's so good having these contests down the stretch. You look at the schedule ahead for teams like Philadelphia, for the Cowboys we've mentioned, talk about the Buffalo Bills, what they've got. Ahead of their run home, uh, the Detroit Lions featuring some fantastic matchups, and it is tantalizing stuff. But 49ers Eagles, is, this is the best shot for someone to get in front of, outside of you know the infamous New York Jets and their victory over the Eagles. Hmm. The best shot down the way for someone to get in front of the Eagles and and stop what they do. Can they stop the tush push? Look as talented a defensive line and defensive front as the 49ers have. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know that it's possible with the way that the Philadelphia Eagles execute that play, but just as just as tough to stop is what Brock Purdy and that offensive weaponry he has there between Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, D. 
Debo Samuel getting back into the frame now. And that Philadelphia Eagles secondary, we've seen teams move it uh, against. And we see D- Dallas had a relatively productive day, but even more recently than that, we look at what the Buffalo Bills did coming close and losing in overtime there. Can that Eagles secondary create some sort of containment on a very talented talented 49ers offense? I'm going to lean towards the 49ers in this one. But I think the big takeaway is make sure at 8:25 on the uh, in the big two states on the east coast. No, no offense provided there for uh, for the Queenslanders or the rest of the states across the rest of Australia. But 8:25, you want to have that dial tuned in because that's going to be an absolute bell ringer. So if they were to meet in the Super Bowl, who would you pick, and or would you rather pick Kansas City right now? Well, because they're two NFC teams, it would be the NFC Championship game that they could meet in if that's the way the seedings land. I'd lean towards the 49ers, and I think I'll just stick that way because, look, my preseason Super Bowl pick was Baltimore versus the 49ers in a replay of the Super Bowl we saw a few years ago, um, or more than a few now as I start to age and date myself. I'd lean towards the 49ers just because of... I, I have more faith in their defense. I think both these teams are stronger on defense up front than perhaps in the secondary, but I like a bit more of what we've seen from the 49ers secondary. Offensively, look, they're both so talented. And then, and look, head coaching-wise, you're going to find Kyle Shanahan and, uh, and, and Nick Sirianni are both two of the most heavily praised head coaches. So they do have so many common strengths. But I would lean towards, I think when you look at those two, the 49ers were very salty with how that contest in the playoffs ended last year with uh, Brock Purdy getting injured and the 49ers essentially playing without a quarterback. Uh, they, there was a lot, a lot of very frustrated responses from the 49ers. I think they went over the line a little bit. Um, you know, the, the Eagles couldn't help the quarterback they were playing against there. Yes, that contest didn't deliver what we were hoping, uh, but there's definitely some uh, some leftover resentment for how that one went down, and perhaps they didn't feel like they got a fair crack at it. I mean, look, that's fair to say when your quarterback goes down, it's hard to play uh, when you're running Christian McCaffrey back there as a pseudo-wildcat quarterback. So uh, in in finishing up, who outside of Kansas City, Philly, and San Francisco do you think could actually win it and surprise a Miami, Baltimore, who, who outside of the, the big three? Definitely Baltimore. Baltimore have been right up the top of the power rankings for me. I think the, the, the talent they have on defense, uh, as well as the, the dual threat nature that, um, that Lamar Jackson uh, presents there, both as a running and passing threat. I, I, I giggle there because as rough a game as Ron Bland has had for the Cowboys so far, he's just pulled off interception number eight on the season. Uh, for the young man, that's his 13th in just over one and a half seasons in the NFL as this game takes a turn. Baltimore, for sure. Miami, look, I really liked what they had coming on with defense. Uh, so some of the talent in the secondary was coming back with Jalen Ramsey, uh, Javon Holland and co. Unfortunately, they had a big injury with Jalen Phillips, star young pass rusher for them, going down with a, a nasty Achilles pop last week that puts a dent. But certainly when that offense is firing, they can take down any team on any given day. Those teams are the ones that jump out. I think Detroit's taken a little bit of a step back. Um, and uh, we have some very familiar subject, familiar suspects. But just look, I don't think they can win the Super Bowl, but I saw a question out there on social today. Who are the Cinderella teams? Who could you look to? Believe it or not, if you're looking for a Cinderella team to come out of nowhere, do the Denver Broncos fit the bill with Sean Payton and a somewhat... Look, he's not an explosive Russell Wilson anymore. He's not at his prime, but he's protecting the football. He's playing smarter football, uh, and they're not losing. The defense is playing far better... Forget the 70 points against Miami earlier this season. Far better football. They're playing complimentary. They like to hammer the ball with the, with the running game there. Could the Denver Broncos... No, I don't think they can win a Super Bowl, but could they cause a boil, boil over, be a bit of a Cinderella run on the AFC side of things? He's certainly having a purple patch of form. Hey, great to have you, Laurie. Always good to be able to pick your brain. Uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, Merry Christmas. 
Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and always a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Laurie Horish, you can catch all the NFL action on ESPN, on Foxtel, and on KO.